Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Wannabe Hunter podcast today. I'm your host Amos Medford and we're glad to be joined today by Jeremy Dinsmore of Antler Up Outdoors and the Antler Up podcast. Definitely check out his website, check out his podcast. That's going to help you antler up in your hunting. We get into all kinds of things in our conversation today in regards to hunting. Everything from his favorite gear to how hunting has actually been a blessing to his relationships with friends and family. I really enjoyed talking with Jeremy. I think y'all enjoy the information he gives. Hope it's a help to y'all. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Wannabe Hunter podcast. We're glad to be joined by Jeremy Dinsmore of the Antler Up podcast. Jeremy, thanks for coming on today. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Looking forward to, to this conversation. Awesome, man. Well, uh, let's just get rolling. And could you give us a little bit of your uh, background, how you got into hunting, what you're up to now, as far as all that goes? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, currently right now, I'm 34 years old. And man, going back, it's it's kind of hard to think back to the first time I was really introduced to hunting. Grew up in northeast Pennsylvania. So south of Scranton, uh, outside of uh, Hazleton is the, is the town. But my father uh, grew up hunting and Really, as long as I could, my earliest days, I just remember going out with him, whether it be to, uh, you know, just walk around the woods and uh, just shooting squirrels and chipmunks and BB guns and all that type of stuff. And anxiously always waited for him to come back home each time he went out hunting to uh, with a deer in the back of his vehicle, you know, Uh, and, you know, patiently waited until I turned 12 years old to go take my hunter safety course and took my hunter safety course and, you know, never looked back and, uh, hunted pretty much ever since then. The only time that I will say that I stopped hunting is when I went to college just because, uh, you know, during that time of my life, uh, I've actually talked about it on my, our podcast and a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, it's just something where, in my life, I didn't value that. And Mm -hmm. hindsight, man, it's 2020. And I wish I did. And that's what I needed during that, that age and time of my life. So when life settled down and started a family and work was, you know, established, I got right back into it. And, you know, at this point, I, I, it's pretty much all I think about. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of my story of, of hunting my whole life. It's always been a part of me and part of my family. And, uh, I, I hope to instill that hopefully in my daughter who's seven, she's going to go out hunting the first time this year. So I'm ecstatic for this upcoming season. Very cool. Yeah. I went a couple of times with some friends when I was in high school, but I call myself like an adult onset hunter. Yep. Um, and I also did not hunt at all during college and then got into it after, even though I had been interested in it since I was, you know, a little kid, but, uh, that's awesome. That's very cool. But yeah, that's exciting. I have a two year old and a three month old, so I'm excited for them someday. It's been a while, but I'm already looking forward to it. Oh man. It's so much fun just because now you could like, for me, I have the excuse to, if we go to my in-laws, that's normally where I'm able to shoot my bow at a farther distance. And i Nora, my daughter, she has a bow and I got her a, a bear Royale and it's, you know, she calls it her grown up bow, like her real bow and, uh, she shoots it with her release. And it's just neat that I could kind of introduce that to her and have her enjoy it too. And it's, I'm the fun thing is it's, Hey, I'm going to bring that bow 
are, do you want to shoot with me? And, you know, the answer is yes. And she's excited to do that. And we pop balloons and man, even if she shoots the deer in the ear, she's like ecstatic, like take my picture, look at how funny that is. And you just making it fun. And, you know, I, that's something where for me as a school teacher are, I want to, you know, create that fun learning safe environment. And, you know, if I could do the same thing in, in this, in the hunting world or in the shooting world, archery world for my daughter and other young kids, like that's, that's what I'm doing this for. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, obviously you have, you host a hunting podcast and like we take hunting seriously, but it's like, if it can't be fun, you know, it's going to be hard to present that to the next generation. Oh, 100%. And that's the fun thing I love. You know, people ask, I mean, we could get into it too, as to mm-hmm. like the mission of what antler up is and man on it, it it's, it, it, it goes back to my teaching background really. And, and that's why I kind of, I wanted to create something just because I, I love, I love learning. Uh, maybe not so much when I was younger, but now as an adult, uh, I see the value in it, the importance of it. And I feel like the hunting, yes, there's tactics that, you know, I guess you could say true to the test of time, but you know, there's so much new valuable information out there that as a new hunter or as a established hunter for many years, there's always something to learn in the woods. Yeah, no doubt about it. So you kind of, your idea behind the podcast was just continuing to get the information out. Yeah, it was, it was, it was actually a couple things. Uh, you know, my, my, my wife's cousin uh, is Dimitri, who's our co-host and uh, part of Antler mm-hmm. Up. And he, he and I started hunting together, I would say the last four years and more so the last two kind of regularly as getting out there as much as we can together, whether it be to film each other or, you know, just kind of, Hey, we're going, I'll go this way. You go that way. And let's kind of piece some puzzles together. But we've always listened to podcasts and our idea was, you know, there's so many good, good ones, but a lot of them sometimes did not pertain to what, what we experience or what we go through. Oh yeah. So I, I don't want to say selfishly, we created something for geared towards us because honestly, our idea of what we wanted to do, it's kind of gone like a spider web. It goes, you know, we, I love, I'm a gearhead at, at heart. And if I could talk about gear, I'll talk about gear. If I, you know, we want to talk about Pennsylvania hunting in particular. Like we try to get guys that are just killers here in the state of Pennsylvania, or, you know, we, we try to branch out and if we meet people and get other people on, but yeah, the, the ground, the soul of our podcast is to help educate and uh, just bring just the world of archery and hunting out to people that, you know, just regular guys were not, we, we always claim we are never going to claim we're professional uh, and, and that type of stuff. We're just, we're learning, we're students of the game as well. And just love having an opportunity to, to talk hunting and learn with people maybe for lucky twice a week. And that's, that's what we love. Oh yeah. No, that's pretty cool. Cause I've experienced the same thing. Like I started listening to podcasts for education for things other than hunting, you know, and yep found out oh there's hunting podcasts fantastic <laughs> and <laughs> then going from there it was like oh these people are talking about stuff that you know it, it doesn't pertain very well to where i hunt in florida you know right they're talking about you know all this topography and stuff and it's like 
you know, it's flat as a sheet of paper. So, <laughs> you know, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. But, you know, I've found some stuff that I can pick out, you know, some of these Michigan guys, you know, they're always talking about swamps, you know, and we have swamps here too. So there's things that I'm picking out, but yeah, kind of the same idea. Like, Hey, let's, let's find some stuff that, that really pertains to like where I'm at and getting started. So that's fantastic. Where did the, uh, where did the antler up name come from? Is that just something you came up with or? Yeah, man, honestly, it's kind of funny. I just, uh, you know, I, 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 I always wanted to have, you know, the whole idea of, of antler up and this is not podcast related. It, it the podcast kind of came later on, um, mm-hmm. a few months into having antler up, but I, I always liked, like I was saying to you just earlier, I love gear. And if, yeah. if it's anything, not even non hunting related, I always try to find as many videos and obviously ones that are either true videos and not one that's like sponsored where people are obviously throwing it down your throat saying to you, it's the greatest, you know, vacuum. I don't know. You know, it's just mm-hmm. as an example. Uh, I try to watch that and there's times I'm like, you know, it'd be fun to do that. Like, and I don't know, put, put myself out there like that. And I love hunting. And, you know, like you yeah. said, there's, there's all these videos and content. I was like, you know what? It's just another aspect of, of it that I could maybe do more of it. And if I like it, I'll continue. And if I think it's a hassle or not fun, I could not do it. It's, it's simple as that. And I'll continue to hunt, you know? Right. And so that's, I was sitting there, I was trying to come up with an idea of, of what it wanted to, to be. And I don't know, I kind of like looked at it as I wanted a, like a phrase, like a coin. And, yeah. and I was always like, man, like it's time to ante up. Like I play sports my whole, my whole life and, uh, yeah. and, and do all that type of stuff. And it's just like, you got to ante up when the moment's right. And it's the same thing goes for hunting. And I don't know, I just was like antler up and I was like, yeah. Hey, that, that kind of stuck. And I don't know. That's just kind of where it, where it originated. And our logo is, uh, I designed it myself just using some programs on my iPad. And I, there was a deer that I chased in the 2018 season here in my hometown where I live now. And man, this buck, I, he drove me nuts. I'd get pictures on him of him like daytime, like during hunting season. And it just seemed like I could never piece together that, that puzzle, and to this day, I don't know what happened to that deer. I'm sure he, I mean, he's definitely not, he's definitely dead, but, right. uh, what a, what a cool rack. And I just, you know, designed that logo out of that. So it's kind of all homegrown, all original. And, uh, I, it, I don't know, man, it's, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's definitely cool to just come up with something original and, and I'm totally with you. There's a lot of videos and stuff out there and it's like, Hey, if there's, products or gear that i actually believe in and works for me i don't mind telling people that yep and you know i know some people bust on like sponsored stuff but it's like hey if you can like recoup some money or whatever yeah 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 what's wrong with that you know it is a business so it's like dude that's totally awesome if it's something you you use and believe in right correct that's man that's the number one thing too like honestly that's like the number one thing i get asked like hey it looks like you use the uh you know top of the line stuff and honestly man a lot of that is coming out of my pocket <laughs> like right. it's not something where i'm getting a ton of free stuff uh i mean you get perks with i'm very honored and it's because honestly i used them before 
uh, and it's yeah. not, it's not something that oh hey here's this and and use it and uh, if you do that man you're you're doing it for the wrong reasons and uh, and honestly I I look at it too with some of the people that we are aligned with it's it's the people and the product that I love more more than uh, the relationships more than the product you know. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And if you're like using something, I mean, and I know you said, you know, you're not really getting like a boatload of free stuff or whatever, but I'm just saying like, if you're wearing this camo already and they're like, we'll yep. give you a discount or we'll give you camo, like who's going to, who's going to turn that down? Who's going to say no? I mean, yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, that's, that's really cool. So maybe we can, uh, maybe we can get some, uh, some of your favorite gear or something like that if you want to uh yeah learn any of that either now or later on whatever. Uh, whatever whatever you want man i mean uh uh what which <laughs> which side of things you want to go with because i could i could go down a rabbit hole dude oh man um let's just kind of hit a few points and uh hopefully not derail the whole deal but uh what uh what are like some favorite pieces like i'm not going in the woods without you know maybe something like that the number one piece of equipment I love right now, and I've used them last year. Uh, I used them at Total Archery Challenge. I use, actually are the Crispy Thor 2 boots. Mm. These, these boots, man, are awesome. I, the comfort, there's no break-in, uh, not sponsored by any means. I just Honestly, I actually ended up ordering another pair just to have because – uh, I'm hoping they don't like discontinue them because I just uh, I, I really enjoy them that much. So I'm still gonna wear the pair I had last year. I just bought an extra pair just to have when uh, that day comes when they're like, "Hey, here's the Thor, whatever the next boot in that line." But yeah, they're I wore them out to Utah, zero issues. I wore them all whitetail season. Uh, and the one tip that I could give people, you know, obviously I'm up here in Pennsylvania, so it gets you know colder. Uh, during the rut and everything, I just swap out the soles for a uh, UGG, uh, like the Uggin soles that are like mm -hmm. the fuzzy sheep, whatever. Uh, I throw that in there, and that, that does the trick with a good merino uh, wool sock. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's they're. I'm telling you, man, they're they're a great boot, great company so far to deal with. Um, like I I called them and I was just like, hey, I just want to just. Uh, tell you one like love the boot but two please don't stop making these boots and uh, <laughs> uh and they're like awesome like thanks for the feedback and uh so that was pretty cool and like i said i ordered up another pair just to have for uh that rainy day yeah i would say it sounds like you definitely believe in them <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're a good boot and uh man another piece of a, something that i i highly suggest any individual doing as far as like hunting gear goes it is probably investing in a good base layer. Um, mm. And honestly, like look at your, you know, like where you're, where you hunt and like, where are you, what kind of style of hunting do you do? So obviously if you are more mobile running gun type of individual in early season, like look into getting like a lighter wick uh, base layer and, and the kind to like when it starts getting a little bit cooler and you, if you get cold pretty quickly, like invest in something that, is going to be a little bit warmer for you dry quicker uh especially because i mean for some people that we know and some spots that i go into i'm hiking pretty you know a decent uh track that i have to go and i'm, I'm a sweater man so I, right. I sweat sweat pretty pretty easily and 
I mean, I'm walking in there with just that base layer and I'll, I'll, when I get to the base of the tree and I'll take a quick two, three minute break and let, let myself air out a little bit. And then I get changed and head up to the tree. But yeah, I, I would say base layers and my, I always talk about, it. I've mentioned it in, in my videos on our YouTube channel. Uh, obviously we use first light stuff and the mm-hmm. one, the one piece that I love is the furnace. It's what it's like, it is their heavyweight one. So uh, but man, that thing, it dries quick. It's keeps me warm. It has that. It, I don't know. It's just that I, if, if you can invest in anything like that, I would say, uh, make sure you have a good base layer. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm actually kind of on the market for a base layer. I probably won't need the furnace, No, but believe it or not, even here in Florida, I have been cold in a tree. So yeah, <laughs> yep. I was not dressed well enough, you know, so yeah no and like you said it's just finding like where you hunt like what and what are your comfort like some people will say oh man my legs get freezing cold or my upper body does or you know i could stay pretty warm it's just my hands and you know just try to find something that works for you and you know if it uh those pieces i would say if you are gonna you know splurge on yourself like that's where to do it you know what i mean yeah for sure i appreciate that uh advice yeah Absolutely. Speaking of gear, um, you want to maybe jump, uh, kind of jump aspects here and actually tell tell me about maybe your bow setup and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm running the prime Nexus four. Uh, it's just, that thing's a shooter. And I actually, the past couple of years I've tinkered around with all bunch of different bows and, uh, between Hoyts and Matthews. And, uh, now, now with the prime, the last two years, I don't know, man. They just, they, they, they are rock solid on the back wall and, uh, the accuracy of them at, especially at longer ranges, they're just fun to shoot. And, uh, I know at times it scares people with the seven strings, but in the grand scheme of things, they, they are, I think in a league of their own. And, uh, so I'm shooting the Nexus four. I have some America's best bow strings, uh, platinum series strings on them. And, uh, Mm -hmm. They, they, uh, again, another a company that I will say that amazing people behind them and, uh, had a chance to meet them and, uh, you know, show them that I was using their, their strings and the kind of a real, a friendship has, has uh, built from there. But, uh, so that's like kind of the main, right. the bow, the bow and strings. And as far as like stabilizers I'm using on that, uh, I have a 10 inch, I believe, shrewd stabilizer mm-hmm. i i have an hha uh tetra max uh single pin sight and i have a hamski hybrid uh limb driven arrow rest and for my quiver i'm running the tight spot uh rise so it has that little hook on there for you to you know take it off and um like for me i hunt out of the saddle so i have my tethered uh, his strap like uh, wrapped around the tree and I just clip it on right. and it's ready to go if, if needed. Okay. That's pretty cool. You brought up a couple of things. I, I definitely want to circle back to um, one is I'm actually really interested in prime. When I went to a local bow shop to get a old PSE rally that I got <laughs> off Craigslist for like yep. 40 bucks, um, <laughs> I went to get it um, restrung and they're a prime dealer. And, like, just all the stuff I've been seeing on YouTube, like, honestly, I mean, I'm not hating. I've never shot them, so I'm – 
but it was just like all Hoyt and Matthews, which is cool. I'm sure they make awesome bows. Mm-hmm. I would, if someone gave me one, I'd take it. But <laughs> yeah. I just look, just the look of the prime, like it looked so much more balanced. Yeah. I wasn't seeing like the hand looking like it was, or the uh, uh, grip like way down, or, you know, I don't know. Just some of them like visually, it looks so balanced. And then having the, I guess, four cams or whatever they have, um, whatever they call that. But it just looked like balance or made sense to me to my eye. And I started researching just like reviews and, all that so i'm i'm definitely interested in prime when i come around to upgrading which will hopefully not be too long in the future right right um, so yeah any any uh info on the prime is appreciated yeah man i mean honestly the like you just said about the balance and and the riser like their their riser is i'm probably going to butcher the terms but it they have that synergy uh advanced technology where it's the same center balance grip position, like it's smack dab in the middle, you know? Um, and that, like, honestly, that's, that's the one thing that's going to help you be more accurate. Uh, and that's the one thing too, that I noticed again, like with my, like, I like shooting longer distance, uh, like for practice. And, uh, I mean, that's, that bow has been such a joy to shoot. I mean, just to be completely honest with you last year, I had a brand new Matthews VXR 28 and I despised that bow. Like I just (laughs) did not get along with it. And my dad was in the market for a new bow and uh, it was going to be his first bow in like 17 years. And he was interested in a prime. And I told him, I'm like, well, let's go. I'll I'll meet you at a shop uh, that, that we were going to go, go at. And he shot one. I shot one. I'm like, wow, this is, this is, dynamite and i ended up ordering a a black three and took that sucker out with me to, to utah and i killed uh two two uh white-tailed doe and um yeah so it was it I, that's kind of like where the my love started i guess for the prime bows and uh i had another friend uh his name's tim seesaw he came out on a trip to utah with us and he shot i think it's the synergy so this bow i think is like four years old and he just Mm -hmm. loved it and always talked about it and kind of yeah it just they're they're awesome awesome bows cool well uh, like i said when i when i get officially on the market i will definitely be looking at prime pretty heavily and definitely shoot a few and see heck yeah man that's awesome and then the other thing uh speaking of brands that i'm sold on with never using which you know newbie alert but um HHA yeah Um, heard some stuff from Chris Ham and you know just really like really like what I'm hearing and seeing from them um could you talk to me a little bit about hunting with a single pin yeah so I you know obviously like man uh, just to kind of give you a quick life uh thing for me was when I was 13 years old uh I shot my first doe with a bow and it was like the most exciting thing ever. And cause when I was 12 years old, I shot a buck, I shot a doe with a rifle. And, uh, when I was 13, I shot my, like that, that season, I shot my first deer with the bow and man, I, I could still feel my leg shaking to this day and, <laughs> and know what that was like. And, uh, I remember telling my dad, I, sh- my first shot I missed. And then the second shot I, 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 she stayed and I had another shot and I put it right there and he goes, well, 
what what did you do and i was like dad i have no idea you know i'm like i just don't even remember what pin i used and obviously then as time you know i got back into it and uh, i was like man these single pins like are awesome like i might want to get one and i used a uh spot hog uh single double pin site there for the longest time and a buddy of mine jim diagostino who's he's part of antler up and i he, he talked heavily about uh hhas and the more i looked into it kind of like what you said uh, i'm like wow like that's seems like such a great individual and great company to be around and talk yeah. to and like i had a conversation i had chris on and uh ever since then i was like yeah that's so easy to support not only uh a company like that for what he's doing what he believes in and his core values you know yeah. I, it was a no-brainer and once i got a chance to see to the the site up in person they're they're bomb proof and I mean, they're, they're top quality. They are, you know, worth the, every single cent that they, that they're charging. But, uh, as far as hunting with a single pin, honestly, man, the thing I could tell people and it's, uh, I'll, I say it till I'm blue in the face is you got to practice in hunting situations. Now, mm-hmm. obviously the summer months, I get it. It's hot, but man, use that as a workout, go sweat a little bit, climb up a tree, <laughs> throw some targets out and, uh, you know, if, if you set a target at say 28 yards, you know, put your 25 yard pin on it, like see where you have to aim, see how your arrows flying. Um, you know, and honestly, like for me, I, I usually, the number one, first thing that I do when I get settled in a tree is start scanning and, you know, doing some yardages and making some mental notes. So that way, if I see, okay, if I'm predicting deer to come out here and it stops there, that is going to be a 20, say six yard shot. Right. Mm-hmm. My goal is then to, I'll start my pin. If, if it kind of seems like the most, uh, the, the most, uh, opportunity of, of a shot is going to be right there at a 26 yards. I'll set my pin at 25, 26 yards. That way, if I have chance and it's going to be closer okay, I can move it then to whatever that, maybe that yardage lower that to, 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 to 20. But, you know, try to get used to shooting at those different yardage marks with your pin at that. So that way, you know, if a deer does move from 30 to you quick range and it's 35, like know what that pin gap would look like and where you have to aim. Right. No, that's, that's awesome. I mean, honestly, like you hear people say, oh man, it, it screwed me. And I mean, I had one or two opportunities like that, but it, in the grand scheme of things, they jumped out of where I would feel comfortable shooting, uh, an animal at anyway. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like one where, like, for instance, if you have a deer 25 and you're on your 25 pin and you draw back and he keeps moving in. And if you have that opportunity to draw like to draw back down, like all you're doing is quickly moving that dial down. Like I, I mean, obviously for some people, man, it do it if 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 you're able to, and if you can't, just again, that's where it's important to practice the the shooting opportunities of where you got to aim, and 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 go from there. Yeah. No. Very cool. Yeah. If I make the uh, make the switch, I'll definitely do some practice from uh, from stands and stuff like that. I mean, for me too, man. It's it's that that sight picture. Like for me, that's why I like the that single pin 
uh, double pin from spot hog just because you had that opportunity. Um, but I mean, for the HHA, like I said, that, that site window, that site pitcher having that single pin is huge for me. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Um, speaking of, you know, practicing like shooting from stands and, you know, thinking through yards and stuff like that. Um, obviously doing some shooting and stuff like that. What else are you doing, uh, you know, getting prepared for, for the upcoming season? Oh man. Well, uh, I coach baseball. So my spring season, uh, like my, I didn't scout as much as I would like to have, um, which is totally fine. I mean, I only got out to chase some turkeys twice and, uh, but since then now I've, I've had opportunities where I'm going out earlier in the morning. Uh, I set out half of my trail cams where I, uh, where I put some here and I'll be going back home to Northeast PA. I always go home to hunt during the year and I actually on the 20, uh, the 26, whatever that Sunday is, I'm, uh, Jim's going to come up and cause I hunt on private land up there and we're going to walk around. I have about five or six more trail cams to put out there and, so yeah, man, it's, it's really getting out, putting boots on the ground and, you know, it's a bittersweet because I love getting out in the woods as much as I can, but I hate getting out during this time just with ticks and, uh, you know, it's just tough, like snakes and all that type of stuff. And I try to use this, I just try to use this time to, to do anything for, for my wife and my daughter, because man, once October hits, it's, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, any chance that I could get to sneak away in the woods, I, I take it. And, uh, I've heard my buddies and, uh, talk about like, you know, if we have a list to, to get done instead of throwing that list away. I try to keep it and say, Hey, look, see, I've, I've, you know, look at all the stuff I've done before for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's, so it's, you know, right now it's practicing shooting, it's getting trail cameras out. I mean, it's, and for that right now, it's mainly just to see what's inventory because obviously they shift and, uh, you know, go to, go to their core range at that point. And, uh, but I mean, it's exciting because sometimes the last two years where we live now and where Dimitri and I hunt a lot, we didn't get a bunch of, you know, quality deer on camera. And, you know, I'm saying even for a quality deer, I'm talking like an eight point, you know, and that's, and this year it's been great because we, we've had that. And, uh, so that's exciting to know that there some deer survived and, uh, are around and, you know, maybe we'll, we'll look at it and we're going to go back, back around and get out scouting to see if we could find some bedding and kind of make a game plan and, and come up with like where maybe these deer will go to and, you know, and what maybe deer could possibly move into the area and have fun, man. It's, we're going to try a bunch of different tactics that one that we've, you know, learned, experienced firsthand but then also taking some advice from other people and some great people that we've had on our podcast and stuff like that cool yeah that's awesome it's always always fun to see those pictures even if they're like in the middle of the night oh yeah (laughs) yep and i mean honestly too getting ready for this year like i mentioned earlier is getting my daughter ready to to go i mean we're I mean, I, I, obviously she's not going to shoot a bow, uh, just because it doesn't have the right poundage, but you know, it's where we have a gun for her to get, you know, sighted in and get her comfortable shooting a lot. And, uh, she's excited, man. And I, that makes me happy. I know my father is so pumped. Like he's been saying, like, you know, I can vividly hear him saying the last like two, three years, I can't wait to, 
you know, for you to come hunting with Pap App and I'm going to take you in the big blind where it's going to be cozy and warm and, you know, doing all this stuff. And I was like, you know, man, she's seven. That's right. Like Pennsylvania has a law where they could get their own tags and mentor. And so we are at something that for my dad, uh, he and I are, are super juiced up about for this year is to get her just because she's taken an interest in it, you know, and that's right. that's that's the cool thing. Like, she's like, I can't wait. She's like, I'm going to shoot a bear. <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, <laughs> not this year, sweet, but, you know, maybe when, uh, when the time comes in a couple of years that we could, we could, we could do that type of stuff. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm sure that's, that's going to be awesome just to get out there and, and see what happens. Yeah, man. And plus too, he gets, uh, another excuse to get out in the woods to tell the, the wife is saying, Hey, we're, Nora wants to go. So we're going. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Now you mentioned your dad. I watched a YouTube video. I don't know if it was maybe a couple years ago. Yep. I think, I think he might have been on there. Yeah. Like the recovery or whatever. But uh, that was pretty pretty cool. I was going to ask you a little bit about maybe the self filming or uh, yeah, what you guys do together. Absolutely. So, um, you know, honestly, man, I'm so green. I'm, I'm so bad at self filming. <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it, but that's why I like it, just because it's something where like uh, you know, honestly, a, a personal goal for me this year is to be better at that and really make it an, uh, a priority, I guess. I said, you know, when I started this, I won't ever let an opportunity pass up on a deer just because I need to get the shot on camera, you know? And for sure. I mean, I mean, still, honestly, like I'm still going to hold true to that, but I do want to make more of an effort to get it obviously on camera and not just like, I feel yeah. like what has happened for me is like when the moment comes, I'm like, ah, screw it. Let's just, let's just get the shot on. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, let's make it happen. Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, self-filming is, it, it, it's, it's challenging and adds to it. And uh, kudos to anybody that's done it, whether <laughs> from a cell phone or what, whatever camera you're using. But uh, I mean, my, I have a, just a camp, like a Sony camcorder. Uh, I run a fourth arrow, uh, I believe it's their, it's their talon base. So it's like their newer base. Um, and it's their three, three arm. It's kind of like what they made first. They targeted towards saddle hunters. Um, but great, okay. great equipment. And, uh, yeah, that, that particular hunt. So that was the 2019 season. And I got up in the tree dude. And I thought I spooked him when I was climbing up in the dark and here he was just chasing some does around. And as the light was, you know, coming up, I looked to my, to my bow and I saw my pins were lit and I heard some steps coming my way and I just saw white and he came like about 10, 12 yards. And, uh, I didn't get a count. I mean, obviously I knew he was a shootable deer just because of the size of the body and, and, uh, you know, the, how high his rack was. So yeah. put it on him, put on a good shot, heard him growl as soon as the arrow made impact and he ran and toppled over. And I was, like holy crap like i didn't even have i didn't even have my camera gear out and uh you know what i mean so it's kind of yeah. like kind of crazy and my dad buck came by behind me so i that was like cool to i filmed him with my cell phone just because again i'm like i'm not getting my camera gear out if i'm getting down here in a minute and had that recovery yeah. recovery with my dad and um man that was like my first archery buck in a long time and 
I just, uh, it was a cool emotion just because, like I said to you earlier in the podcast, there became a time in my life where, you know, I didn't have, I guess, the most, you know, solid connection relationship with my dad. And man, the last, the last seven years, uh, probably even more actually, but, uh, we've created such a, an amazing bond that, uh, you know, through hunting, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. So to share that moment with him and, uh, it, it truly meant a lot to me. Yeah, that's really cool. That's definitely awesome that, you know, it's kind of been, hunting has been an avenue for that. Yeah. It, it, and that's like, cause you know, you look at it and like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, I grew up with divorced parents and all that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, I was, I was like, I was that kind of like that lost kid. Like I really looked to, to my coaches, my teachers and my friends more than my parents. And, mm-hmm. um, so like I said, when I got back into hunting and like man this is what i needed those years like those years when i was struggling or you know was a misplaced kid like i needed to be outdoors i needed to be in the woods i needed to 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 hunt because i always loved it it just you know i kind of things were going in a different direction in my life and uh you know so like i said but it everything happens for a reason and like i said i I wouldn't change it because it made me the the man who i am today and husband and, and father and uh, like I said, in the grand scheme of things, I think it, it made my relationship with my father even that much better because of, uh, you know, like where we were and, and where we are now. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I feel like there's like a common theme. Um, I know we were talking about HHA and all that earlier, which kind of ties in. But, you know, hunting and archery, there's like a common theme where it seems to be a great stress reliever seems to be a great like outlet yep. um and a great connector of like of people yeah family friends so that's pretty absolutely man i couldn't agree more with that and um i mean there's i mean I'll, like my dad will call me or i'll call him and be like hey look at this deer you know what are you doing i'm uh, shooting my bow and you know vice versa whether i call him and he's doing that and uh so it's it's awesome and like you said it brings people together and uh, you know, some of the coolest, I mean, honestly, like my friendship, even with, with Jim, how I said, and with, mm-hmm. uh, meeting him, I mean, we just met online and through, uh, like through Instagram and started talking. Cause he hunts like the same area where I grew up and where I go back at home and hunt and it kind of relationship just built from there. Like as far as like that friendship and man, he's like, he's seriously my best friend. And, uh, like, it's like you said, it's just amazing how, how much, this world of archery and hunting community could really be, I mean, man, I'm sure you you've heard it already, but I mean, it's very close knit and cutthroat and this and that, but, (laughs) but, but honestly, dude, like there's so much good. And if you focus only on the good, nothing else really matters. And that's what it is. It is more so to me than anything else. It's the relationships. My, Mike Marcassiano, our other teammate, I mean, yeah. he is, he is unbelievable. He's gung ho about this. He's a new adult onset hunter. I yeah. love just hearing his enthusiasm and how much he loves hunting uh, and shooting his bow. And obviously Dimitri grew up hunting with his family. And like I said, my wife's cousin and our relationship, like just man, like that's the one thing, like I had a conversation with all three of them the other day. And I just said, right. this is what, like, if we didn't have a podcast, if we didn't have anything else, if I just had their friendship and, 
dude, that's, that's the most important thing. And I, it, all that matters is that we, uh, you know, we, we have that and, and go out there and chase, you know, what's God's able to allow us to do is go out and hunt and provide for our families. And it's, it's just awesome. It's just fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. That's, uh, that's awesome. That's kind of, kind of what it's all about, you know? Yep. Yep. It's ama- It's been amazing to me. Just like I told you earlier, shooting some messages to people or whatever. And it's like, you know, we keep, I don't know why I keep going back to this, but HHA, um, you know, I, I've gotten like Instagram messages back from Chris Ham and stuff. It's like, holy moly, you know, this dude <laughs> owns HHA and, you know, I, <laughs> I have recorded like two episodes, you know, or whatever. And yep. you know, he's like responding to me, asking where he could find the podcast. And it's amazing. Just now he's some great people. Nah, he's he's one of the the top notch individuals that we've had a chance to even talk to and and meet. And Chris is a wonderful person and uh, does some great things out there for the veteran community with HHA USA. And um, you know, and that's something too that's really important to me is my grandfather. He served in the Navy for man, he was a lifer, um, yeah. like twenty plus years and stuff. And well, even when he got out of it, he was working for local naval places and in, in town. And uh, you know, he you know, that's who I grew up with actually in, in high school. And mm. I lived with my grandparents and, uh, you know, obviously I never served for our country, but uh, man, I have the utmost respect for individuals that do. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have so much respect and I wish, I wish there's more that we could do, uh, yeah. with our platform for veterans and, and that community. Uh, but, uh, that's why, like, I, like you said, like for Chris Ham doing what he does with HHA USA, it's, it's truly amazing. And, I got a boatload of respect for, for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have, I have never served myself, but my brother served in the army and I had a, a great uncle uh, killed in Korea. Okay. And it's like, I just, you know, I feel like the, the, you know, veterans and people who are currently serving, you know, they get either they get overlooked or even worse, you know, they get yep. bad treatment, which is, you know, crazy but it's awesome to see that there are real people who are really putting effort and money and resources into doing things that can help them so absolutely man absolutely some appreciation yep that's fantastic hey well um we're gonna shut her down here shortly i'm gonna get back to work but uh (laughs) (laughs) if you could just you know if there's anything what's next for uh what's next for antler up if anything and let us know where we can find you all that good stuff yeah man so we uh you know this year obviously we're gonna be hunting in new york uh delaware pennsylvania possibly ohio uh you know there's a a couple videos that we're gonna be releasing we're gonna be doing a couple uh you know gear review videos or like our like what I'm doing as far as my setup for this year and uh, Dimitri's getting in the saddle for the first time hunting. So we're going to kind of chronicle, you know, chronicle that for him mm-hmm. and, cool. um, you know, just kind of continue doing what we're, we're doing and, you know, hopefully continue to make some cool content and our weekly podcast, it's released every Wednesday. Uh, so far, man, we haven't missed a week since we started over a year and a half ago, which is kind of cool and, you know, proud, proud to say that we haven't missed a week and uh, you know, and it, it's 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 grown we're always learning always trying to get better but uh yeah you can find us at uh antlerupoutdoors.com uh antler up outdoors on our youtube for instagram it's antler underscore up underscore outdoors so uh yeah check us out uh i'll be happy to you know 
just I, I love getting messages and whether it even be gear, hunting, life, coaching, baseball, and anything, man. I'm I'm uh, pretty easy going and and love t- just talking anything that I'm interested in. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Hope you have an awesome day. Amos, thank you so much. If there's anything else that you need regarding this, man, just give me a give me a holler, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, sir. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Wannabe Hunter podcast. Big thanks to Jeremy with Antler Up for coming on today. Really enjoyed the conversation and hope you guys enjoyed it half as much as I did. If you did, it was helpful. Appreciate the support. Anybody who's following, subscribing um, on iTunes and Instagram and all that. If you enjoy it, feel free to leave us a review and all that good stuff. Hope you all have a great day. Remember, honor God, work hard, keep hunting.